Hey there, this is Dustin McLean. And Allie McLean. And we're pumped that you're joining with us today. And if you're a part of our Purpose Church family, whether in person or online, we'd love to connect with you via social media at ourpurpose.church on all social media outlets. And on our website at www.ourpurpose.church. We can get you plugged into a group, other giving options, and an opportunity to connect with the Purpose family all across Western Kentucky. And we hope today's message encourages you and inspires you. And so let's jump into the message. All right, all right, all right. Hey, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for being at church today. You picked a great Sunday. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Again, as I said earlier, you could be doing anything else. You could be anywhere else, but you're at church, and I'm really grateful for you. I'm really glad that you're here. And again, it's Baptism Sunday. Anybody excited about Baptism Sunday? I, uh, we're finishing up a series called uh, Rhythms. Somebody shout Rhythms. And I'll just tell you about that in just a second. But let me just give you a little bit of, of a, uh, just an idea of what's coming up over the next few weeks at Purpose Church. Obviously on your sheet right there, how you like those Heavenly Highway hymn books right there that we got in your seat, right? Uh, and, and also on that, we actually have some dates that I just want to tell you about uh, that just to keep you updated as far as what is coming up at Purpose Church. Again, uh, we have just a, few, a little short time left here at the middle school. Obviously, November was no production November, so we scaled everything back in order to be installing it in our facility. Uh, did y'all hear that we have a permanent facility that we were getting to move into? Come on, somebody. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm so excited about that. Uh, I'll tell you, we scaled it back in November with hopes, uh, thinking that December 5th, next Sunday, was going to be our first Sunday, that, that we could have service uh, actually in the actual at the lot. And and let me just tell you, uh, the schedule's a little bit behind according to uh, uh, what is going on, but I'll just tell you, I'm excited about what God is going to do over the next three weeks. So we have three more weeks after today here at Callaway County Middle School. So we got December 5th, December 12th, and December 19th that we're going to be meeting here at the school. The 26th, and we know a lot of people are going to be traveling. We're actually going to have an online service that week uh, to where you can watch it about 10, 15 minutes where you can watch with your family uh, together that y'all be able to watch that. And then the second is going to be the first of the year. Uh, we are having our serve team all on site at the lot, uh, but we are also going to have an online experience. If you're not on the serve team, I'll tell you a little bit more about that today. Uh, come and be on a serve team, and then come January 2nd to the lot. And our very first Sunday at the lot, 601 South 12th Street, is going to be January 9th. Come on, somebody. Can we celebrate that together? Come on, y'all can get a little bit louder than that. Anybody else excited about that? I know load in, load out team is, a kids team setting up in the back. Listen, like we're excited about that. And so uh, I'm really grateful for you. Thank you uh, for just beginning to, uh, and I just like to, I like to say this, as we're ending this season at Callaway County Middle School, obviously this looks really different than anything we've ever done. But I just want to tell you that we're, how we end this season is really how we begin the next season. And so next month we're doing at the movies. And so I know that's something that we've done in the past. So what I want to encourage you to do is to invite your friends, because again, for me, how we end this season is how we'll start next season. And so starting December 5th, next Sunday, we're going to be doing kind of what Jesus did, where he took stories and ended up telling the gospel through stories. And so what we're going to do is take modern day stories called movies, right? How many of y'all love Christmas movies? Anybody out there, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Somebody shout it out. Elf, I heard that one. Anybody else? The Grinch. Come on, that's one. That's a good one right there. Anybody else got a good one? Good Christmas? 
Christmas vacation. All right then. All right. Uh, we may not talk about that one, but we're gonna have a good. We're gonna have a good time. I like that movie too. Uh, but I'll just tell you, all through December, we're gonna be looking at some Christmas movies and how the even in those movies, how the gospel can be portrayed. So what I want to tell you, we got free Coke and popcorn coming. Who wants some Cherie popcorn? Come on, somebody, right? And some Cokes. We're all gonna open those together in this room. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So I would just invite you to invite somebody with you. You've got some invites right in front of you. Kind of look like an old VHS tape, don't it? I'm going to remind you of the old VHS tape from back in the day. And uh, right there are some invites. I want you to invite people to come because, again, at the end of how we end this season is really how we step into the next season. And so I want to just challenge all of us. Let's invite people, get people with us, have people sitting next with us over the next couple of weeks. And I believe that God's going to get a lot of glory. We're going to see a lot of people saved. We're going to see a lot of people be like, wow, I didn't even realize that church could be like that. And so all the way leading up to January 9th, our first service at the new facility. I'm excited about it. I hope you are. It's going to be here before we know it, and we're going to hit the ground running, and then we're three years old. We're going to about to be a toddler uh, in just a few weeks uh, together. So that's going to be a great time to just celebrate that in our new facility together. So I'll tell you, we've been in this series called Rhythms. Everybody shout rhythms. Excuse me. Uh, and, and I'll just tell you, rhythms for me, uh, this idea, and we, we've talked about it every single week, is this idea of a repeated, strong, regular pattern of movement or sound, right? So what we've been talking about is this idea that yours and my life has to have a pattern. Like, like we got to have something, and we talked even about a drum illustration the very first week. Y'all remember that back back in the first of the month? We talked about an illustration of a drum, that the kick drum is what sets the rhythm for the entire, uh, the entire song. And so what I think about that, I, I think for a lot of us is that you and I, we have to make sure that you and I are setting our life to the rhythm of what Jesus wants to set our life to. Because so many times, we're setting it to everything other than Jesus, right? And so what I want to challenge all of us, how we've walked through the last couple of weeks, we talked about the rhythm of worship. Obviously for us, worship looks a little different as far as what happens in service, but that doesn't mean that our heart's different in worship, right? When we're singing right now, today we're singing, hey, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. We want to remember and we want to set the rhythm of our heart to why we're worshiping, why it is that we we are worshiping, why it is that we're doing what we're doing. And so, again, we talked about that week one. Week two, we talked about Scripture. We talked about the rhythm of Scripture, actually spending time in God's Word and what that means for you and getting something that you can understand as far as a, a translation. And last week, we talked about prayer, right? We talked about the rhythm of prayer, that you and I need to have this consistent, repeated pattern in our life, not that it's necessarily something that we recite, but it's something that we commit to every single day, that you and I will spend time in worship, we'll spend time in the Word, and we'll spend time in prayer. And as we begin to do that, what we begin to do is we set our trajectory of our life. We set the tone, we set the rhythm of what our life is going to look like if we will commit to doing that. So we talked about doing that the last couple weeks, and so I just want to challenge us today that I'm going to challenge you to this rhythm that we're going to talk about of going all in. Somebody shout, I'm all in. I want to challenge you with that today, and let me just share something with you. I'll, I'll just tell you that our church, we exist to connect people to Jesus and help them live on purpose. At the end of the day, like we want people to know Jesus. We want you to understand that maybe you're coming here today and you say, hey, you know what, what is this Jesus guy all about? I want you to know that Jesus loves you, that he cares about you, that he wants a relationship with you, and let me share something with you. It's nothing that you and I can do to earn it, right? I love what Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, for by grace you've been saved through faith. This is not of yourselves, so you can't boast about it. Like, it's not anything that you and I do. It's only through Jesus and his sacrifice that we're saved. Amen or oh me? 
And so what I want to I want to start there. And that's the goal of, of our weekend services. I want you to understand that. The goal of our weekends, again, when we move into the lot, you're going you're about to get your hair parted with the sound and the lights and the video. You got to wear sunglasses, it might be so bright in that room, all right? Like I, I want you to understand we're gonna use that, we're gonna leverage that to be able to, to reach people who may be far from God. We're going to do that. The reason why is because we want people to know God. We want them to have a relationship with God. And again, want them to know it's nothing that you and I do to earn that. It's only through faith in Jesus Christ, right? And so I, I want to challenge us, though, is that some of us have been saved by Jesus. We've been forgiven, but honestly, we haven't gone all in after that. Right, and I want to challenge you today. I feel like I just came today just to kind of give a word to our church, a challenge more so, is that you're not saved by works, but you're saved to do good works. That's what you and I are saved to. And so I want to challenge us today. There's some things I want to call you out, call out of you today, to speak into today, that I really believe that God wants to just challenge some of us in this room. The Bible says this in Philippians chapter 2. Obviously, we know that we're saved by grace through faith. Nothing that we earn. But watch what Philippians 2 has to say. It says, work hard. Somebody say, work hard. <laughs> Excuse me. To show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. Watch what it says. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Work hard to show the results of your salvation. So what I want to challenge a lot of us is, is that so many of us, maybe, maybe we've said yes to Jesus, we've said yes to a relationship with God, but after that, there's no baby steps that we've been taking, that God is really challenging us to really work hard to show that we've been changed on the inside, right? I want to understand, again, at the end of the day, you and I can't earn it, we cannot earn salvation, but I do want to challenge you and I that a lot of us, we, we, we accept Jesus, and then we just decide to sit back. But I'm, I'm going to encourage all of us today to begin to take some baby steps. I think there's some baby steps to going all in. If we're going to have a rhythm of all in in our life, I think there's some baby steps along the way. This is even what Scripture has to say in First Peter. I was reading this week through First Peter. It was my, my, my yearly Bible study. I'm trying to read through the Bible an entire year. Kyle and I are doing that together, and I think about that. And I was reading actually this week in First Peter chapter. Chapter 2, verse 2, it says, like newborn babies, right? I, I just had some babies uh, a year ago when well, my wife had babies, right? I was there in the process. But like, like okay, like, like Allie had babies. So, so it's t- I, I kind of have this understanding when he's writing, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that, it, that by it you may, watch what it says, grow up. That by it you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. See, what I want to challenge us, my, my job as your pastor is to understand that I'm gonna, we're going to present Jesus to you however, you, however we can. Get, put him on your level. We're putting Jesus on the level of kiddos back in the back right now. And a lot of us in this room have tasted and seen that the Lord is good, right? A lot of you experience salvation, but let me just challenge you in that. I think today, and I think from here on out, a rhythm that we need to be about is all in, and it's time for some of us, and I know this may sound a little harsh, it's time for some of us in our faith, we're going to have to grow up. we got to grow up. we got to take a step forward. we got to take a step into what God is calling us to do, and I want to challenge us 
today. Again, our goal around here is to get you to taste and see that the Lord is good. I get people say it all the time, oh, y'all just that feel-good church, right? You just that What's the alternative, right? A feel-bad church? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's bad? Okay, I, I, I get that. Uh, uh, that's not very good. Yeah, yeah we are a feel-good church. You know why? It's the kindness of God that leads people to repentance. Romans 2, chapter 4. Uh, uh, Romans 2, uh, verse 4, all right? And I want us to understand that. But, but, but here's the idea. The world's terrible out there, right? The world's terrible. Don't you want Jesus? Don't you want hope beyond hope? Don't you want salvation beyond anything that you and I can do? That's what we're going to preach. That's what we're going to be about. But let me challenge you really quick. If we stop there, that would be the problem. Right, if we stopped there, if we said, okay, hey, hey, we, we just want you to do that, and we're going to stop, that's all, we, that's all we care about, it's all, just give your life to Jesus. And, but I want to challenge us that you and I, we need to take some steps after we know Jesus to begin to grow up in our faith, to crave spiritual milk, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it, you and I may grow up. But again, what we're going to do, and I think about when my babies uh, were born last year, our twin girls, and I think about as soon as they were born, they were taken away, and there was some poking and prodding and, and checking and, and, you know, some nutrients and all this other kind of oxygen, all these other kind of things that had to take place in some pretty developmental stages of their life, right? The first few minutes of their life were pretty big, and I think about that when I think about us as a church. Obviously, we are a younger church, but my challenge for us to do right now is this, is that I'm going to do some poking, I'm going to do some prodding, I'm going to do some, I'm, I'm going to encourage you to begin to get some nutrients so that you and I and our church will begin to grow up right in front of us, all right? Everybody good with that? Amen or oh me? All right, cool. Here's the deal. So I want to challenge us. There's a couple baby steps that I think you got to have in order to go all in. If you want to have this rhythm of going all in, I want you to write these down. Number one, be water baptized. Why do I need to do that? Why do I need to get, why do I need to get in this? Why do I need to be baptized? Well, you, let me share something with you because the Bible said so. Come on, somebody, right? I, you know, sometimes you just got to be like, okay, I, I don't even need to question why. I just need to do it. Right? But, but I'm just going to challenge you. Be water baptized. Jesus says to do it. Right? Jesus even modeled it himself. If you look at it anywhere in Scripture, if we're going to take some steps to grow up as a, as a church and in our faith, I'll just tell, I'll tell you the first baby step after salvation is to be water baptized. Right? It's to be baptized. I think about that. If you look at baptism in Scripture, there's two things that you see about baptism. Number one, baptism was always post-decision. Okay, baptism was always post-decision. So 27 baptisms are recorded in the Bible. I want you to know that all of them took place after a decision was made to say yes to Jesus, after a decision was made to follow Christ. That's what was something we need to know. Number two is it's always spontaneous and immediate. It's always spontaneous and immediate. Look at, uh, think about Easter, right? Easter, Jesus uh, comes up out of the grave, uh, and we celebrate that. We party. Again, celebration's our response as a church. We're going to party like Jesus is alive because we really do believe that he is, right? And it's going to be more like a church. Uh, it's going to be more like a party than it is a funeral around here at Purpose Church. Amen. Come on, somebody, right? going to be more like a party than it is anything else because we serve a risen Savior. Now, think about that. Easter, what happens? Jesus gets out of the grave. Uh, he spent some time with his disciples for a few days. He ascends to heaven. He sends the Holy Spirit. And guess what happens right after that? They be This guy named Peter, who denied Jesus three times to a little girl and some other people, stands up in front of thousands of people and declares Jesus. 
is Lord, declares Jesus is the Savior. And what happens that day, right? If you don't know the story, he's preaching, and guess what happens? 3,000 people get saved that day. 3,000. I'll just tell you guys really quick. It's kind of just a behind-the-curtains thing. Uh, inside the vision that we have as a church. I know this sounds wild, this sounds crazy, but I really feel like we're called every single week to reach 3,000 people in our services every single week. I know that sounds funny, I know it sounds wild, but I'm going to keep some vision out in front of you because where we're going, get ready for it. And it's going to take all of us going all in. to say. So, so when I read 3,000 people were saved, I'm thinking, okay, Purpose Church, that's going to be the people that we get to minister to every single week. I love that. 3,000 people are saved. I love, then what happens? The Bible tells us in Acts 2, verse 41, those who believed what Peter said. So they believed on Jesus. They believed that Jesus was a Savior, that he died, that he rose again. And they said, okay, I believe that. I put my faith and trust in Jesus. Watch what happens. When they believed what Peter said, were baptized. Somebody say, were baptized. And were added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. Oh, Dustin, that's just one instance. Watch this. Acts chapter 8. You go over just a few more chapters. Acts chapter 8, verse 12. But now the people believed Philip's message of good news, right? What's the good news? It's the gospel of Jesus. It's the, 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 Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection is what saves us. They believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ. And watch. As a result. Excuse me, I'm very sorry. I might need to take a drink. Talk amongst yourselves for a few seconds. All right, now the people believed Philip's message of the good news concerning the gospel in the name of Jesus Christ. Watch, as a result. So because they believed, as a result, many men and women, come on for the ladies in the room, right, were baptized. Look again, you go over the next verse, watch this. Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. So I want us to see believe and then was baptized. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a second, but I really do believe that today uh, we're going to celebrate some, some baby steps that some people are taking going public with their faith. I'm going to re- circle back around to that in just a second. But if we're going to go all in, I think after salvation, what God is calling us to do is go public with our faith, all right? That's the first thing. Number two, if everybody's ready, say, I'm ready. Number two, join a local church. Join a local church. You may be saying, I've been saved a long time, but I've never really been connected in a church anywhere. And I just want to challenge you, that's not a good idea for anybody. Not a good idea for you to be not connected to a local church. And let me just share something with you. It doesn't have to be even this one, by the way. I'm going to say that to you. It doesn't have to be this one, by the way. I'm not making a pitch for Purpose Church. You know what I want you to know? I do think this church is great, obviously. Let's talk about it, right? I do believe this church is very great. But I can easily recommend five of them in this town that you could go to. I could easily do that. One of them is the people that let us borrow this, this baptism tank right here. Journey Church let us borrow this tank. Come on. Is anybody thankful for a, a, a churches in a community willing to work together? Saying, you know what? Hey, we're going to celebrate that. We're going to be willing to let y'all borrow that. Absolutely. But I want to challenge you. Join a local church. Again, I want you to find one. And again, I really believe that Purpose Church would be a great one for you to join. But I want you to find one that you believe in the mission, how they spend the money, how the leadership is. Like get a whole lot of yeses going on on the inside of you that this is where God is calling me to and then commit to it. And again, I will give the pitch for Purpose Church now to you. Maybe you've been coming for a long time here to Purpose Church, but you've never committed. You've never gone all in. You've never said, you know what? Yes, I'm going to give my time, my talent, my treasure to serve the 
local church through Purpose Church, I'm going to challenge you today, go all in. Next week is next Sunday, right? So you I, you want to be a part of, of Purpose Church? You want to see our vision? You want to hear about the vision of what God has called us to? You want to do that? Go to next, next Sunday, because we're going to tell you about that. We're going to have the opportunity to share with you our core vet our values, what we believe, what we, what we feel like whenever we're squeezed, what comes out of us, that Jesus is our point, people are our heart, generosity is our privilege, honor is our posture, celebration is our response. You're going to learn about some of those things uh, in next. So again, I want to challenge you, go all in, and I, I'll give you this challenge. I've given this challenge out before, but I'm going to give it to you again. Would you commit, if you would just say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of yeses in my heart that I need to join Purpose Church, would you give it a 12-month challenge? And when I say 12-month challenge, I want you to go all in for 12 months. I want you to go all in. If you haven't been water baptized, be baptized today. I'm going to throw it out in just a second. I'll come back to that in just a second. Uh, go, go all in. Go all in. I'm asking you would, you, would you commit? Would you jump on a serve team? Would you join a crew? Would you begin to tithe? And I promise you if you will do that, if you'll go all in 12 months from now, you will look back and say, you know what? I'm a lot different than I was 12 months ago because I was willing to join a local church, give it all I've got, give it everything that's within me. I'm going to do whatever I can. I really believe that your life will look a lot different 12 months from now if some of you would go all in today. All right, this is what the Bible says, Ephesians 2, 19. Now you are no longer strangers to God and foreigners to heaven, but you are members of God's very own family, citizens of God's country, right? So, so when you accept Jesus, you are a big part of the big C church, right? You become a part of the big C church. Then watch what it says. And you belong in God's household with every other Christian. So not only do we belong in the big C church, again, there's other churches that, we're, that we have relationship with, that we share stuff with, that we give things to. And I'll tell you, that is, that's the big C church that doesn't have to have the name Purpose Church on it. But if, if somebody down the road is, is, is getting glory to God and people are, are literally meeting Jesus, we're going to celebrate that, all right? Because we're a part of the big C church. But also, what's that saying? That you also need to get in a house. Right, that you also need to get plugged into God's house, a local church. Why is that important? Because I believe God's plan is the local church. I believe obviously through Jesus, God's plan is to mobilize us as the local church to be the hope of the world, to spread hope like never before. That you and I, we were never supposed to look to an institution or a government to solve all the problems of this world. But that the local church was supposed to step up and step in and care for the impoverished and care for the widows and care for the ones that were forgotten. That that's our job. And we can do that. We can never do it without you. And we'll never be able to do it without you. So I'm going to challenge you. Will you take a step? Will you go all in? Find a church. Again, like at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be this one, but find one that you believe in. Find one that you want to commit your life to and just say, you know what, not commit your life to, but you're committing your life obviously to Jesus, but that you're willing to serve and do whatever you can to come alongside some other people that are making much of Jesus. Would you join a local church? Again, I'm going to give you the vision of where we're going and what we're doing. Today looks way different, I feel like, than what, what, again, God has called us to as far as, like, our style. But guess what? Style doesn't matter because my heart and our heart as a church is that people are our heart. And Jesus is our point. And we'll do anything. We'll be outside if we had to in order to, to meet people and, and minister to people and minister to Jesus. That doesn't change the mission of what God has called us to. And I shared it with you earlier. I really do believe, I really do feel in my heart that God has called us to lead the 
the way in this region to go out and make a difference for him. He is calling this church to step up in the middle of everything else that's going on in this world. But he's calling us to go all in, to take a step forward, and to lead. And so I'm just going to tell you, we cannot do that on our own. I can't do it on my own. i got to have some other people right beside me. Let's do it together, and let's watch as we accomplish more together than we ever could apart. Come on, can we give God a shout of praise all over this room? All right, number three. Everybody shout number three. Get in a crew. Get in a small group. And let me, let me share something with you. I know, I know this sounds today like some baby steps, but I think there's some of us in the room. Again, we've been saved for a long time, but we've just never taken that baby step. Just never have taken it. I'm just trying to push you out the crib a little bit, trying to give you a little spiritual milk today to take that step. Join a small group. Honestly, I believe this will save your life. Honestly, I really do believe, what, and what I've said before, I'll say it again. Show me your five closest friends, I'm going to show you what your future looks like. And let me just challenge you. Some of y'all need to break up with that dude today. Just telling you. So some of y'all need to, like, like, let me just say, some of y'all need to stop having girls night every week because not only are they pulling you away from Jesus, they're also pulling away from your husband. This is hot. Can I dip it in the water right now? Okay. I, I'm challenging you with that. Get in a crew. So, so, so let me, let me again, I, I'm, I feel called, especially this week of all weeks. I'm so thankful for what God has done. But we can't stay where we've been. It's going to take some mature people. It's going to take us growing up. It's going to take us taking some steps in and saying, you know what? I'm going all in. I'm going to join a crew. I'm going to put some right people around me. Well, well, that church is just too big. A church of 100 is too big if somebody doesn't know your name, somebody doesn't know your story, what you're going through, that can pray for you, that can love you. And again, some of us have been saved for a really long time, and we've never taken that baby step. Look at what Acts chapter 2, verse 46 says. It says, every day they continue to meet together in the temple course. Kind of like what we're doing today, right? We're gathering together. We're here. We're spending time worshiping and honoring God's name and going through scripture and talking about that. Then watch what happened. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Every single day, somebody was being added to the family of God because some people were faithful to say, you know what, we're going to continue to meet together. We're going to continue to meet outside of just church together. We're going to break bread in each other's homes. We're going to be the hands and feet of Jesus. No matter where we meet at, that's what we're going to be. And I just believe that God is calling us as a church, hey, get in a crew. Let's continue to watch as God begins to, some healing can begin to happen in your life. If you will just commit to this baby step, and I'll just tell you, we do crews three times a year where we launch them off. So they're coming to an end this semester. We know life is crazy over the next couple weeks, which is, again, why we decided with everything that was going on when the facility's kind of up in the air as far as when it's getting done, that we're going to launch off in January together, right? So we're going to do that at the lot. And then come our birthday, guess what? Our birthday is three weeks after that. And what we're going to do is that's going to launch us off into a new crew season. And I would just challenge you, forgive it 13 weeks 
Just give it 13 weeks, one semester, and commit to it. Go all in and watch as you do that, that God will begin to develop you. You'll start forming some relationships. And let me tell you something. Maybe you won't like the crew when you first join it, okay? I'll just encourage you. It's okay to try another crew after that, okay? Like sometimes things just don't work out. You didn't know that that person was in there and you got a little pass. Okay, okay. Let's work through that, first of all. But but maybe that's not the crew for you. Jump in another crew. I want to encourage you to do that. Let's go all in. I, I don't want to challenge us just to take little baby steps that are that are that are not meaningful because a lot of times we're just kind of tiptoeing in the water a little bit. Right? We're just kind of tiptoeing just a little bit. I want you to go all in. Number four. Somebody shout number four. Start growing. That's number four. Start growing. A baby step is start growing. I encourage you to begin to crave that spiritual milk. We've talked about it over the last few weeks, this idea of first 15, right? For 15 minutes starting your day, would you spend five minutes in worship? Would you spend five minutes in the Word? And would you spend five minutes in prayer? And as you begin to do that, watch as kind of your trajectory. Watch as your, your outlook begins to change as you begin to set the rhythm of your day. And I'm going to challenge you, go all in. Read your Bible. You don't have to read it for a long time. Read it every single day, though. Read it every single day because what the Bible does for you and I, it's the only book in history that as you begin to read it, it begins to read you right? That's what happens is this thing turns into a mirror. And as I begin to read it, what happens is I look at it and I'm like, oh, God, that does not sound like me. It does not sound like my life. I see that. I, I'm hearing you. I see what your word's saying, that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control are, are things that need to be exuding in my life as the fruit of the Spirit. I see that. And what it does is you begin to read your word. Watch what happens. It drives you to prayer. Right, so as you begin to do this, you begin to say, oh, oh, God, I'm so sorry that I have not been joyful lately. Would you fill me with the joy of my salvation? Right, I, I, God, I, I sense that I have no peace in this world right now. God, would you be my peace? Would you be my shalom, as we talked about, is the name of God last week, right? Would you do that? So, so what that does is that begins to drive you to prayer. And as you begin praying and as you do that, watch this. It will begin to drive you to worship because then you're able to say, God, thank you for doing this. Thank you for, thank you for that. Thank you for the fact that you were, I, I didn't even deserve to be around my family this week. But, man, thank you that I got family as messed up as they all are, all right? right? Thank you, God, for giving me the family. Thank you, God, for what you've done. And it begins to drive you to worship. So my challenge for us Go all in, start growing, because I'm just challenging you as your pastor. It's time for us as a church. We're a toddler. It's time for us to grow up. All right, everybody okay? Everybody good? All right, cool. Last thing is this. The last thing is, uh, is discover your purpose. you got to discover your purpose. And I just think for some of us, uh, again, as we start growing, we want to help you do that. We want to help however we can as a church put you in a position to where you can grow. So there's so many Christians that, that all we become is, uh, it just, it just, we're so worried about everything else that's going on in our life that we take our eyes off of the true meaning of what God is trying to do with us. And we get our eyes focused on all of my problems and all of my issues. And what happens is, is as you begin to discover your purpose, this is where Christianity can be really, really fun. And the fact that you and I, when we discover why on earth we exist, the number one typed in Google uh, question of all time is why on earth do I exist? Why am I here? And I just feel like if you can discover your purpose, if you can discover why you're here, that you're not just here just to put out fires and pay bills and limp through life. No, no, no. 
You have a purpose. If you have breath in your lungs right now, that God still has something for you. And the best way that I can pastor you is that if you have your eyes focused on something bigger than your problems and is putting your eyes on the purpose of why God has, has created you, why he still has a plan for you. And again, man, this is the touchdown for our church. Right, this is a touchdown when people discover their purpose. They begin to realize that every single day you're called to be a minister, that I'm called to be a minister, that I'm called to serve other people, I'm called to go out and, and not think of myself first, but I'm, th- I'm, I'm called to go out and serve other people before myself. And what begins to happen and, uh, is, is as we do that, as we discover that purpose, and again, we want to help you with that through next. What, what am I good at? want to help you figure out what it is that you're good at and how you can connect that to making a, a difference for Jesus wherever you might go. Discover your purpose. And again, I take this very seriously as my, as my job, as your pastor. I take this very, very seriously. Like I want you to know that this is not just something that just a box checker for me or for you. That, oh, okay, we're going to get these people through this and that. It's not a box checker for me because you know why? I'm determined and as I wrote, even in the very beginning, as we started this church almost three years ago, that, that I see a church, and I wrote a little thing called I See a Church. I took it from Pastor uh, Brian Houston. He had a little thing that he called it like that, and I kind of took it and adapted it for what we were called to do here in Murray. And I, I remember writing on there that I see a church that, that for we will not stop until every person in Murray and Callaway County knows their purpose and knows why they're here. And I'm just telling y'all, we got to go all in in order to do it. We got to be ready. We got to be ready for what God is calling us to, what this next season might look like for us. And I'm just going to challenge all of us. Go all in with God. Discover your purpose. You realize that you are God's masterpiece, the Bible says. Ephesians 2.10. So right after salvation is through faith in Jesus, he goes on to say, For you are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the things that he had planned for us long ago. So those are the baby steps. Everybody okay? Everybody good? But now today I get the personal, just the honor of just being able to lead you through the first one. Today is Baptism Sunday. And let me tell you something really quick. It's a party around here when it's Baptism Sunday. And I'm going to challenge some of us. Again, some of you didn't even realize that you came in this place, but if you look at the Bible, you have to understand that spontaneous baptisms happen all the time, like literally every time. And, and I just, I, I want to, again, maybe some of you walked in here today and you didn't even realize that, that we were going to have that opportunity for you to be baptized today. And maybe you got every excuse, man, I can't do it today. I don't have any clothes. Guess what? We got you some clothes. No problem. We came prepared. We got shirts and towels. We got shorts for you to wear. We ready for you. Oh, what about my hair? We got blow dryers in both of these locker rooms right here, all right? Some of y'all don't need a blow dryer. You ain't got no hair up there, okay? (coughs) We got some deodorant in there. It's a spray deodorant. I'll just tell y'all how funny I was. I I didn't realize it. I sprayed it in my hair before the service thinking it was hairspray. I sprayed it all up in there. It's the spray deodorant in that guy's bathroom right there. I just... (coughs) I didn't realize it. That was wild. I was like, that says dry spray, and that is armpit on my head. Okay, got it. But I'll just tell you really quick, I, I think for so many of us, we, we throw every excuse out there why we can't. But I really feel like maybe God is calling some of you to do that today. I don't know if y'all remember that old song, I Have Decided to Follow Jesus. Y'all remember that song? 
Kyle could probably play it right now. I guarantee you he can. There it is. Remember that song? decided to follow Jesus, no turning back, the cross before me, the world behind me, and I think about that, and I think about the fact that we live in a world that is Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, it's easy to unfollow, it's easy to follow, somebody says something I don't like, I'm going to unfollow them, mm, didn't like that, unfollow, right? And I think so many times we treat Jesus the same way. And I just want to challenge us today. I'm here to encourage somebody today. Like today, have you decided, have you in your life decided to follow Jesus? Because if you have and you've never been water baptized, I'm going to ask you to do that today. And you're like, well, I I want my family to be here. Guess what? We've got a professional picture taker that's going to take your picture. You can, it's going to come in your mail to your house, right, Miss Karen? You're going to send it to them in the mail with a card. And guess what you could do? You could share that with all of your family. So I think some of us, what happens is, is this idea that we just, we just kind of want to tiptoe around it a little bit. We just kind of want to just dip in a little bit and then out a little bit. But what I really feel like God is calling us to do is not just to dip in a little bit, Now, just kind of just stir the water around a little bit. You know what I think God is calling us to do? Go all in. You know that? That God's calling us to go all in. Like this. Some of you today need to do just that. No more tiptoeing. No more going around. Today you need to go all in with Jesus. So I want to give you that opportunity today. Baptism. In just a second, we're going to baptize. I like it. In just a second, we're going to baptize. Some of you showed up today. You didn't even know you were going to get baptized today. But again, I feel like there's some people in this room that you need to go all in take that first baby step of going public with your faith today. We've got some people that already signed up for it, but I believe there's some of you that have not signed up for it that you need to go public today. Again, that's my challenge for you. Let me tell you a little bit about baptism. Baptism is right what we just did there a second ago. It's full immersion. If you look at baptizo in the Bible, it means to be fully immersed, to go under and to come out. What's that representing? That's representing the changed person on the inside that's coming out on the outside. That, that guess what Jesus has already done on the inside? He has changed me. 
And I want everybody out here to know that I'm a changed person. And guess what we're going to do when somebody comes up out of the water? We're going to party. We're going to celebrate. We're going we're gonna to shout. You know why? Because that's a representation of what has already happened on the inside of somebody's life, right? I will tell you this. I'm going to ask today that not, not any kids be baptized that haven't already been spoken to by our, our, our Purpose Kids team. Our team is incredible. Been able to walk through it. We've got three kiddos that are going to go public with our faith today, which is going to be awesome. And I'm excited about that. But, but I'm just going to ask, there wouldn't be any kiddos that do that today without talking to our Purpose Kids team, okay? I want to challenge some of you. There's nothing special about this water. It's not the water that saves you, not the person baptizing you that saves you, or what they said while they were baptizing you, right? Baptism doesn't save you. Baptism is the response to salvation and literally what it does. Not the, it's not the cause of salvation. So why do I need to be baptized? Number one, to follow Jesus, to follow, follow Jesus' example. Jesus walked 29.3 miles, if you don't know, to be baptized. And yet I won't get in a tank because I don't have something to do my hair with. I'm going to challenge you today. I, I know today I felt like I was going to be right up in you, but I'm challenging some people to go all in today. Do not wait. Do not put it off. Follow the example of Jesus. And watch this. Why else should I be baptized? To show the world that my life has been changed by Jesus. It's to go public with my faith. It's kind of like this wedding ring on my finger, right? Allie and I got married 10 years ago. And guess what? If I take this wedding band off, I, I call baptism the wedding band of Christianity. And the fact that whenever I, whenever I married Allie, guess what I did? Like I, I made the covenant with her. We talked about that between us and God. We stood in front of some people and said, you know what? This is our relationship. This is what we're going to be about. And then she put this ring on my finger. And what it does, this ring, just because I take this ring off my finger doesn't make me unmarried. You know what I'm saying? But it's a declaration that, boy, this boy is taken. Come on, somebody, right? Right? I'm taken. That she has my heart on this earth, right? And baptism is just the same way that Jesus has my heart. And I'm here to serve him. I'm here to love him. I'm here to just say, you know what? I'm going all in today. I'm going all in today. So some of you, you need to do that today. Spontaneously, you didn't come prepared. It's okay. We're going to do whatever we can to make sure this is process is easy for you and it's fun for you. And it's memorable for you. So I'm going to ask everybody in this room, would you bow your heads and close your eyes? If you are, have already been talking about being baptized, I'm going to ask you to make your way up here. Miss Karen is going to be getting ready. But I'm going to ask you as well, maybe you're in this room and you, you said, you know what? I, I, I need to go public with my faith. I need to do it today. I, I'm gonna, I'm, I have never done it. Or man, I did it before when I didn't even know, like I didn't even know what I was doing as a kid. Like, like I, it's post-salvation. It's a post decision that you're making. Maybe that's you today that you need to do that. God's been working on your heart and I'm just telling you, I'm challenging you to take that baby step today of going all in for Jesus. So we got some kiddos that are going to be baptized in just a second but again, I think there's some of you in this room that need to be baptized today too. I'm going to ask you to move on three. If that's you, our team is right here to my right, your left. Would you come up here and say, hey, you know what? I need to go public with my faith today. I need to do that. One, two, three. Go. Would you move? If that's you, would you move? say that's me no reason to put it off I'm going on I'm taking that first baby step today I love that 
maybe you're in here. Let me just share something with you. Maybe you're saying, you know what? I don't know Jesus. I, I can't go public with a faith that I don't have. Well, I, that, that's the whole reason why we're here is that you would just say yes to that relationship with Jesus, that there would be something on the inside. The Holy Spirit has been drawing you to himself, and he wants to forgive you. He wants to change your life. The Bible says that if you would just ask for forgiveness, if you believe that Jesus died on the cross, that, that if you put your trust in him, that you will be saved. The Bible says it's not the baptism that saves you. That's just a public declaration of what's already gone on, on the inside. So for some of you, you need to make that decision today. If that's you, I'm just going to ask you to say something like this. Would you say, Dear Jesus, come in my life. Save me. Let me live for you. Thank you. I believe you died on the cross. I believe you got out of the grave, and I believe that you have a plan for me. Thank you for forgiving me. I put my trust in you. In Jesus' name. Maybe you're in here. Maybe baptism wasn't your next step, but salvation was. Maybe for some of you, you just prayed to receive Jesus, even if you're listening on podcast. We just want to just extend that offer to you saying, listen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening, but also for responding to the gospel and responding to the greatest thing that you'll ever say yes to. And so maybe that's you and you just said yes to Jesus. I'm going to ask if you did, our prayer team is also on my right wall, your left wall. We'd love to celebrate that decision. Again, at the end of the day, this is about to be a party in here because we got people going public with our faith. And so I want you to know, if you're in this room and you just prayed to receive Jesus, I would just love it if you just, just walked right over there see Miss Michelle and our team. We'd be honored to give you a Bible just to celebrate with you. And heck, maybe some of y'all need to be baptized today as well. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. Come on, on three. One, two, three. Would you go? Would you go? Awesome. And if you're listening on the podcast, all you got to do is text the word PURPOSE to 270-229-6488. Two seven zero two two nine six four eight eight. I love that. Well, come on, Purpose Church. Can we lift our heads up? Can we stand to our feet? And can we give God some praise in this place right now? Come on, y'all can do better than that. Give it up for King Jesus. Yeah. Well, here's what we're about to do in just a second. I'm just so grateful for you. I want to ask you guys, would you stay in here so we can party for a second? What we're going to do, we're going to allow our friends to go get ready. We're going to sing through a song. And as we're doing that, our usher team is going to take up our tithes and our offerings. We're even handing out cowbells because it's going to be that big of a party, all right? And uh, I can't wait for that. But, but our usher team is going to take up our tithes and offerings right now. And again, I'll just tell you, during this song, we're singing a song called Sinking Deep. And in just a second, these, these individuals that are going public with our faith, we're going to be able to celebrate them. And when they come up out of the water, we're going to party and we're going to celebrate what Jesus has done on the inside. God, we thank you so much for today. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we love you. We sing this song declaring that your love is so deep it washes over me. Lord, we love you. We honor you. We thank you for today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. And everybody said, amen. Thank you so much again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. It helps out so much. For more content and information, head over to ourpurpose.church. We love you guys and hope you have a great week on purpose.